Welcome to Generation Dragons, episode 60. Holy crap, Steve, we're at episode 60. Mm. How are you? Tremendous, my man. I'm doing well. What about you? Uh, I'm a little rough from the weekend, but hey, what can you do? <laughs> ding, ding. Cheers. Both kids are sick. I'm rough. It's awesome. It's been, it's been a great start of the week. But anywho, <laughs> not, not here to talk about the garbage that is um you know when your children are sick and can't go to childcare. <clears throat> sorry guys uh, my voice i i threw up a lot over the weekend and i uh, lost my voice because i was throwing up so much so your it's only coming rough back to on me. your throat we get it it's okay yeah i couldn't dude i couldn't keep water down i even tried like i was like you know what i'm gonna even try mountain dew to see about just the flavor <laughs> or something i mean uh, it tasted delicious on the way back up though so i was so okay all, yeah a lot of vial coming out that tasted yeah, a little I, sweet uh, yeah it was i mean you wouldn't tell be able to tell the difference it's the same color yeah exactly right but it mm. was good i mean I, I mean it was good uh, i say that but i <laughs> the worst part is and i say uh, this like nicely is that i remember the evening so like I drank too much, but then didn't get that drunk. Anyways, <laughs> anywho, not here to talk about uh, our weekends of yonder, um, our days past, future days, days of future past. There, yeah. days of future days past. Days of the future past. Yeah, <clears throat> we're here to talk about the top. Well, what we think the most significant game devices are in history, and a little bit of why we think so. Um, Steve, I know you have kind of crafted this li list here and uh, appreciate it very much. But before we go, uh, before you go off to number one, I kind of want to jump in and say number one. And I don't, we don't right. mean this like in the list, but I think this is probably the most impactful um, because it, it, if it wasn't for it, we, we probably wouldn't be. So before we go on to your stuff. item, I'm guessing whatever you're about to say is not in my list. No, no, it, it's on your list. It's on your list, but I okay. don't like where you have it ranked in your list. Is that, let's just say that. So okay, gotcha. That's fair enough. It, so to be frank, I didn't actually put it in. Oh, you were just putting numbers order. down. Okay, okay I, okay. I put them in as I thought it. Right. It's sort of in order. It's the way my brain processed what I thought was most important. Right, right, right. But, well, uh, you, I didn't Steve, really look at it. Better. I, I don't like to say this to you, but sometimes I have to. Your brain sometimes isn't right. And the number one... <laughs> I would disagree with that, but... Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> the number one most significant console is definitely the Nintendo Entertainment System. Now you're playing with power. And you're, what you have yeah, on number one I definitely one here, disagree with that. I, it's up there. Very what up you there. have on number one here did bring game consoles into, you know, people's the homes. Mainstream, for the most part, the mainstream. Home. Right, but then as soon as that, you know, it just got flooded, it almost collapsed the industry in North America mm -hmm. and and Europe for for the well, we'll say for the most part too. Well, right? more more NA for sure, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so I would say number one for, for isnet is the Nintendo Entertainment System. It is what brought back to life the video game industry in sure the home did. consoles. I right? won't disagree with you there. Um, and then. I mean, your number one close number. I mean, number two for me is the uh, Atari Twenty Six Hundred. And dude, you can talk. Have you played Atari today? About it because I never had one because I was way younger than, sure, uh, yeah. than that. But so I'm. That was what I grew up on. 
in the beginning anyway. Uh, and I'll go back to what you just said with the NES bringing things back. That to me, it was the ultimate. Once you got to eight bit, you, it, I remember trying to sell it to my parents to buy it and being like, it's like a cartoon you control because yeah. Atari did not look like that. Yeah. But anyway, back to it. Everyone had an Atari that at, at some point in my generation. Right. And I remember my dad bringing, yeah, yeah, bringing the Atari to a bar to get free drinks because he'd let people play it. Uh, right. Nice. So he'd bring it in, bring some games, and then he would just get a free tab because he was doing the bar service and the, you know, in turn, they'd do him service. Uh, but yeah, the Atari I played to death until I was about 11-ish. You know, yeah, Makes sense. Nintendo, Makes sense. Even Ninten whatever, how Nintendo. Old, maybe it's 10. However old you are in grade 6 is when I got my Nintendo. So yeah, the, NES was, the NES was 86. So let's say, yeah, it makes sense, right? Say 10 or 11 years old. Definitely 85, but that was more of a test market. But yeah, before it yeah. got to the masses, 86. And then it yeah. was like probably two years, a year and a half before I got it. There you go. You got it when I was born, Steve. How about that? All right. Um, so, talking about the Atari, the only Atari I know, <laughs> the Atari 400. And I actually, I don't even know that. that. <laughs> I don't even that's, know that. That's a steal of a find that you got. Well, again, we've talked about this in, in the past, but uh, I, uh, I have to say thanks to my wife and her family who had that sitting in a box in the garage. And then as soon as you turned it back on, it still worked, so... Mm. You know, first, first it was the Dreamcast all back in the day, way back, way back when. That's what made and you then, fall in love with her. She got you a Dreamcast, she, right? She got so, me a Dreamcast. Like, oh, that was sitting under her, sitting under her, uh, under her is, bed. Remember, what kind of rating is the show? You're sitting mm. under her. Yeah, it was sitting <laughs> under her bed. And she only had a Super Nintendo and Mario Kart, which also helped you, or Super Mario Kart. Mm. Um, or Mario Kart? Super Mario Kart? Mario Kart. Come All on, right. Yeah. Um, number three, and again, this list, like you said, Steve, a, a everyone's interpretation. It's not really ranking one to ten. I mean, other than for me and and for you, for Atari and Nes. But uh, for me, a list. Another one up on this one is the uh, Game Boy. Game Boy, only from Nintendo. Now you're playing with power, portable power. And the Game Boy being able to get no one has caught up to the Game Boy. Now, gave it, there is something else on this list that we'll probably touch base on a little bit later. They could say caught up to the Game Boy or has caught up to the Game the Boy. The Virtual Boy! <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. With its eight batteries of Ds or whatever the hell it was. Headache-inducing uh, <laughs> 3D. Uh, but yeah, like, you know, uh, Game Boy, the, you had the Game Gear. You had the... PSP, you had the Vita, nothing. You had the all of the Atari, the, the Link. One that right. brought it to exactly. the masses, yeah. It was affordable and interchangeable. One of the first devices that was interchangeable that didn't need a cable, really. Yeah. You know, it came out around the same time as the others, like the Game Gear, the, the Lynx, actually came out in 89, the Game Boy. But really, before that, any all anyone knew was those Tiger electronic handhelds. One yeah. game, it'll jump yeah. around the LED, LED screen. So, but anyway, that thing brought well, it to the masses. 
Yeah, and and it's survived a grenade, it. man. There's that one, yeah. whatever museum yeah, it, that survived a grenade did. Like, it was crazy yeah. good. Anyway, it, what, I get what's it crazy with the, with the Game Boy on that one is that like, right? It was what released in 80, 89, 90? Yeah. Yeah, 89. And I still remember playing freaking Pokemon on an OG Game Boy in you know the ninety eight. Right, we like just, like, oh, yeah, well, pretty much. We stand, we'd all stand out in the middle. I know of the I field was. While one of us playing Game Boy. What? Well, we're playing Pokemon. The thing about it is, though, you could take it anywhere. You didn't have to worry about the thing dying. You know, I I know in previous videos and stuff I've said with my Game Gear, I could just plug it into the car, but that was until I was an adult. Yeah. Uh, so as yeah. a kid, the Game Boy was my way of playing portably yeah it yeah. changed the gaming industry and the fact that the masses liked it everyone loved tetris anyone could play it yeah you know so yeah when you were getting your your nez experience on the go not quite but that's kind yeah of but pushed, pretty right? much clo close to it all right let me grab yeah. the next one i'm gonna oh sorry go ahead no, no go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead uh so i'm gonna say the xbox It was very, very influential. Um, it's the first system that had a hard disk built in and a network adapter. And I think that ultimately changed gaming from the day. Take I know a you're step back, good sir. Or the, oh, the no, Dreamcast. No, yes. But it wasn't Whoa. built in. You had to buy it separate. Park your ass back on that couch, good sir, Steve. Um, <laughs> the Dreamcast have, had the old BC56K modem built into it. So you could play no, your you had to pull it. Oh, you're right. Came with it. it came All right. With it. But, it was but yes, the, a hard drive. But you're the right. Serve, the hard drive and a LAN network, not a 56K, yes, yeah. and the service that came right after. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was the I, first well, console that I LAN linked up with Halo, multiple consoles. Um, before that, I was playing something like Star Wars versus X Wing on my PC kind yeah. of thing with friends. And ever since then, it's just been a standard. It yeah, brought that to yeah. the market, I think. Dreamcast tried to. Yeah, with Siganet. Ahead of its time. Uh, well, yeah. that was even before. Siganet would have been Genesis and all that. And they that was Well, they good. try to rehash it back and it was twenty-two dollars a month. I only know this because I've been reading my most recent Dreamcast magazines <laughs> from two thousand. <laughs> from two thousand. Uh but that it, we're talking about that, right? Like and and you're right. I mean it's the first one that did it successfully. Right. Yeah, uh, this is where it's the toss-up because, and again, we're not, I mean, I don't want to say a list, but I would put a PS2 over the Xbox only based because it's what got DVD players into well, I have the PS2 most in there. Sense. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's what I mean, right? Like, so that's where it's the toss-up between those two, where um, Xbox the took exact, it towards... I had that exact each, decision. Yeah. You know, do I spend four or five, whatever it was back then, four or $500 on a DVD player? I think it was three or four. Or do I spend a little bit more and get a PS2, yeah. which has a better DVD player than most out there anyway? The yeah. only thing I, I remember having this conversation with a friend, well, you can't see what track it's on and this. There's no LED display. And I'm like, really? 
<laughs> how often yeah. do you check that when you're watching the game or watching yeah, a movie? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So you, you can't just press up on your fucking D pad. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> sorry. Excuse my language. That's gonna have to be a peep. Uh, mark, mark that down, Steve. Mark, mark that no, down. I'll figure it out. I have to listen. <laughs> to uh, yeah, but yeah. So I, I, the next one on my list would be the PS2. Just, just exactly that because of the DVD. Because what I we mean, just talked about. Exactly, um, and I even tie that in with the PS3 because I worked at Best Buy when PS3s were released. Uh, well, EB and then Best Buy, and and uh, that was a big push. We were selling HD TV TVs and PS3s like left, right, and center because the PS3 had the built-in Blu-ray where the Xbox 360 didn't at the time. Yeah, right? they so, had they they had uh, the add-on for the HD, which never took off. Yeah. But PS had it built right in. That was the game changer. Yeah. Uh, the next one here on this. That was uh, a 360, here. actually. Actually, yes. I want to go on a tangent a little bit. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. So with... Uh, oh, shit, I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. So I remember uh, when the you're talking about like with things being built in. I've been wanting to talk about this somehow. So this is kind of me doing a stretch here. But when the Saturn launched and the PlayStation 1 launched... Things are be. I hated that 299 speech by Sony. 299. Because. I was working at a game store then, 16 years old, and be like, that's horseshit. You still have to buy a memory card and a game with the Saturn that already has built-in memory, and you get a game, which was Virtual yeah. Fighter at the time. And, and and so if you do the math, you were paying more for a Sony, period, because you needed a yeah. memory card, and you needed a game. And yeah. I was just like, so mad at that like uh so sega you could have done so much better with your marketing you just let it slide anyway off on a tangent back to but what you were saying the list no but i hear you i mean uh, sega dropped the ball on a lot of things at the later dates but pour one out into my mouth for for sega yeah all right you pick it yes one. where are we at yeah talking about sega sega genesis 16-bit arcade Globally, Mega Drive, Sega Genesis here in North America. Um, I've heard the story why they called it the Genesis over Mega Drive, but I, now I don't remember. I don't recall. Somebody already had the copyrights here in NA, actually the U.S., not here. And so they couldn't use Genesis for a product. Or in this, in everywhere else. No, here. In, here. Oh, they well, couldn't use Mega in, Drive here, yeah. You could have okay, used okay. it in Canada, I think, because I think it was an American copyright uh, but they okay. couldn't sell it as the mega drive in the u.s right so in na Same. it became the genesis but everywhere else was the mega drive 
So talking about Sega and dropping the ball, I mean, you look at uh, European Dreamcast and they have the blue swirl instead of the orange swirl. Um, and that's the same kind of thing because um, a company had the copyright to the orange swirl uh, wow, in like I Germany or something part. like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Anywho, yeah, the, the, the Genesis, that was what came in and, you know, took over uh, at one point. Right, everyone was excited, happy. It had its blast processor and all this great <laughs> and stuff. And Genesis it, does when Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, but then they started adding everything to it, and I think that's kind of <laughs> what damaged their their life. Um, great ideas again. If you look back, issues between uh, Sega, Sega of Japan and Sega of America. So that mentality there really hurt them, I think. Yeah, yeah. There was no there. It wasn't a shared front. It was a uh, they split it. Zonky is he was done with it after the whole 32x thing and all that crap. Not knowing that the Saturn was coming out. They didn't know about the Neptune project at the time and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's it's nuts. But the Genesis um, everywhere you had your you know you had Sonic, who is now a movie star. Um, Mm, Not wrong. I just got I just got my Sonic Two movie in the in in the in the mail just just today, Steve. Just today. Really? Just today. Yeah, I pre-ordered Damn. the four uh, K. Four K. So nice. Um, I'll have to pick you that up. so you grew up through the Genesis more so than I did. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I was a fucking another beep there. Uh, I was a wee boy. It's gonna uh, be a hard edit. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> I was a wee boy when I got my first Genesis. I was only probably grade four, grade five, maybe. I think maybe grade three uh, when I got my first Genesis. And, uh, you know, I loved I loved it to death. Uh, Sega, as you know, and everyone else who's been listening uh, listening or watching us for the last 60 episodes knows that I love Sega. Um, yeah. Uh, what about you, Steve, on the, on the Genesis? Mega Drive. It was me. weird console at first right i was a nintendo boy back then it's hard to believe that now because i'm such an xbox guy in that but obviously no xbox at the time but uh and then even sony before nintendo now but uh it was a weird console at first you know like it was all like the people that can't get a nintendo get a genesis is my mentality back then i was one of those boys on the schoolyard that I was like, you have a Genesis, or a Sega, I think yeah. they called it. I was like, you have a Sega? Oh, loser. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> Must uh, be poor. But, <laughs> yeah, because it came up so early compared yeah. to, you know, and then a, a friend of mine, she had a Genesis at her house, and she wasn't a gamer. It was like something that her dad bought or whatever, and I was like, played Altered Beast, I think, for the first game I ever played. I was like, whoa, so so on Nintendo back then. <laughs> And then eventually, when I got my first job, the first thing I bought was a Super Nintendo. But not long after, I bought a Genesis. And that's why yeah. I was saying in our last video, our first, my first Genesis was Genesis 2. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, And then I was all hooked in Genesis after that. Ended up buying, like, the Sega CD and then the 32X, I think my parents got as a gift for Christmas, probably because it was, like, lame-ass cheap at the time <laughs> with them getting rid of it. But... But yeah, I didn't become a Genesis fan, a Sega fan until later. Later, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Um, I mean, but not my, I mean, looking at time now, it was probably like two years after. Yeah. 
or so. Felt felt like generations after. Generations. It did, it, yeah, it did. But loved it. Played it a lot. Sega CD threw me through a loop, which pushed me into uh, Panasonic 3D Air and stuff like that. But uh, anyway, that's a story for another day. All right. Uh, so next on our list, Steve. Yeah, next on our list is uh, the the PC. I mean, I have to put yeah. PC on, like you had put it on it, and I didn't even think about it. But I mean, if it wasn't for the PC, we wouldn't have <laughs> Who video would make games. the games. Yeah, right? yeah, we wouldn't, but, it wouldn't have been way back. I wouldn't have my my sweet Atari four hundred with the keyboard built into it, or a Commodore sixty four, or any of that. Played Leisure Suit Larry, no, oh, and, <laughs> Command, and then, Command uh, and Conquer, uh, Warcraft, Warcraft. Uh, oh man, Soldier of Fortune. Full throttle. There you go. That was the last. Ep- that last episode was the game that I was talking about on PC. Soldier of Fortune. Nice. That's what it was. But Jedi uh, Academy for me, and Outcast. Yeah. Outcast. Uh, yeah. They're like Doom and Quake, and like there was just so many games I played back then. I played a lot of PC games in the window of in between. I'd say ninety six seven to 2001 or so like even games like final fantasy 7 i played right. on pc <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the xbox is what brought me back to the console but uh before that i was more of a pc gamer uh after the 16-bit generation yeah so, yeah yeah, yeah. So i yeah. could say and, well i could say 32 because the 3do and stuff like that i was never an n64 guy Right, right, right. Oh, am I coming back yet? Am I coming? Am I am I frozen on your video, Steve? You're you're frozen. Yes. Okay. You well, that look a lot better this way. Oh, did we lose your battery? Uh, I'm still alive, Steve. Can you still hear me? I can hear you. All right. Well, let's just continue talking with the black screen because I believe <laughs> it. I believe it's Zoom that's causing this issue. Um, well, the next let's problem finish is the video, and if you're not showing up in the video, I'll just put a picture. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, put right. put that picture we were talking about earlier up, Steve. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean for me the next one would be emulators, just to tie in with PCs and what you have here is just that you're able to play games anywhere or any old games are so, pretty much a built rate. Hundred percent. Right? Emulators are huge. We wouldn't have our arcades without them. I wouldn't no. have my game system in the van without them. Um, it just they it, it changed really changed the industry not, not the industry as much as the other things but it really became an option that no one had before yeah and that, now it's everywhere 100 100 i mean and the last on the list is the arcade when you walk into an arcade any arcade come with an open mind an open mind is easy to expand this is a gratifying experience source of self-esteem enjoyment in life you have been recruited by the star league to defend the frontier right steve like um you Can't definitely played can't get that experience anywhere else but an ex- arcade, but I cut you off. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I mean, you probably, you experienced the arcade more in its prime than I ever did. Um, you're right. I got the, the ass end of the arcade back in the early to mid nineties. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but you know, it's only in North America where it's like that. You go, when I was in Japan in 2019, we walked into multiple arcades with multiple games going and stuff like that. And he makes you wonder what kind of caused the issue, but that's the whole idea was the whole idea behind Atari. How do we, how to, and how to bring home the arcade experience, right? That's what the whole goal was. You play, 
Wait, you you, <clears throat> you play Altered Beast, you play any of the old, say, especially Sega games, you play any of the old Sega games outrun on your cons, old consoles. They were just freaking looking for quarters, but you're playing it on your TV. Like, that's your extra life. So that's all it was. But anyway, it goes go back ahead. to my dad bringing the Atari to the bar. Yeah. So, but yeah, at this point, uh, I think we can wrap it up. I yeah, think, good, sir. But before we do, out of the top 10, your biggest pick is uh, the NES as the number one game changer? Yeah. I'd have to say the Atari. That's hmm. so. generational gaps. That's why is millennials, what I was are, just, yeah. millennials are better than Gen X's, Steve. That's why. <laughs> that is a story for a show we should do, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh just remember, Steve, you're the ones that are raising these soft gen Zs. Just just remember that, okay? Eh, you know my kids. They yeah. actually do shit that well, I'm not even gonna say that. Yeah. Uh, monetized <laughs> or yelled at or cut yeah. down for saying all right. They Wait. know their places. We'll we'll keep we'll we'll keep our opinions to ourselves. Steve, good <laughs> sir. Uh, as always, um keep collecting. Wow, this is backwards, but keep gaming. <laughs> keep safe. Keep safe. My Beep. everything is delayed on my side. <laughs>